Starting on page I involve paragraph says with the words that we discussed and we talked about last week. You're able to look into the sky a little bit. A little bit of a glimpse. Obviously, you're not actually seeing, but in your mind, you could play this out as we gave some example. Strengthen your eyes Strengthen your heart and your eyes to be able to look and to think. And in general, when you're talking to Hashem in the U-tense, talking to Hashem directly, whenever you use those type of terminology, you, you're talking to Hashem straight, even if at that moment you're not looking up at Shemayim, stop and think that you're talking literally to Hashem. Like you. Like I'm talking to you now. That's how you're talking to Hashem, you. And envision in your mind, shall Hashem, you're talking to someone right in front of you. Should we say Hashem and It's the first Allah and Shachanarach. The person has to always have the Bayre in front of his eyes. So when you're talking, whenever you come to such a word, think, oh, I'm talking to you. I don't see you. Again, so then you have to go through those same mental exercises where you start envisioning these things. But don't think for a second. That these are the only ways that I gave you. I gave you the ways to do it. And these are the only ways to do it. You're able to awaken your soul, your spirit. That's not true. Call Ishisol. Any Jew. If he just comes to recognize that his heart and his body is not just totally hefker. To do and think whatever he decides. Any year that makes that mental decision that I have to think the Torah way. I have to live, I have to do the Torah way. Instead of just thinking and doing whatever comes to their hands. Call Ish Every person that works with himself, from time to time, will come up with different ideas and different ways to awaken within himself, to wake himself up, to become on fire, and to leave from the crevices and the dark places of his body, the sky of Hashem. From time to time, you might come up with a new idea. Something new that inspires you, fascinates you. To be able to become close to the Baruch You have the ideas that we gave you. But then, as a person becomes a thinking person and starts learning and li- learning to live with themselves, he starts coming up with new ideas and more ideas on how to do this. And not necessarily what worked last week will work next week. And not necessarily what worked next week will work this week. A person has to constantly be reshaping and revamping like a business, every business. You might have a good business model, but every once in a while you have to take stock and see, so how's it going? A person might have a chavrusa, great chavrusa, but then after a while, it's not such a great chavrusa and you have to start rethinking. So maybe it's time to change it off. A person might have a certain mido and they're working on it, but maybe you need to take it to another level. And a person has to constantly be revamping his Yiddishkeit in a way that where am I holding today? 
you can't be stuck in your fourth grade and your tenth grade mahalachachayim for the rest of your life. It's unfortunate. It's unfortunate that people they, they, what, they become chametzik. They have these things that stayed in them, and it's just it's sad. These these ideas that they had in fifth grade or tenth grade or when they were thirty-five or fifty-five, and they never reimagined life. Like this is the way it is. I'm finished. They became chametz in his mind. The more you think, the more you'll come up with ideas yourself. And there's also time that you're going to have these thoughts. Then there's going to be times where you're going to have these inspiration moments that all of a sudden you're going to feel very into davening, very into learning, or working on yourself to, to change. You can't even like explain why it happened. Sometimes you'll have that. In Hasidic Shesvarim, when they want to describe that, they use the word, Meichen de Gavlis. An expansive mind. The person comes and he's davening, it's going. And then there are days, Hasidic Shesvarim will use the words, Meichen de Kaplis. Your mind is like very small and narrow. You can't daven, you can't think, you can't learn. It doesn't work, it's not going. Okay, you don't like the Hasidic terms? I'll tell you the Litzvish terms. You may have and you may sinna. But the time uses these words. You may have there are days that you just feel like it's a lot of love. Everything's good. Everybody's good. And, and everyone, even when you see somebody doing something wrong, you're being down on the You know, there are certain days you're just in the mood. You wake up and you're in the mood. Then there's you may similar. There are days that everything's a drag. The bus driver, the Rebbe, the doctor, the mother, the father, the sister, the weather. Everybody's in the, in the way. It's you may similar. person has that. You may have you may similar. And the, a person doesn't necessarily get himself ready for that. All of a sudden, he just he doesn't know why. And he starts thinking, maybe I had an extra hour of sleep. No, that's not what it was. Maybe I had a good steak tonight, night supper. No, I did not. I'm not sure. I'm not sure why today went well. I'm not sure. You can't even explain it. And he says, I'll give you examples. Sometimes during the during davening, he exposes a little bit about himself. He says, when you start singing the praises of Hashem, of Atahu Alekenu, Bashamayim of Oretz, Kiba Ibn right? You think, you think those words, somehow, there's a gishmak. What, you did something? You prepared? Not necessarily. All of a sudden, you're feeling it. Some people have it by Adesh Emuno, and some people have it by whatever it is. But it's not a take if you have to, otherwise, you're like a goy. Because the guy next to you is crying, so like, you gotta, even if you're not, you just have to make believe. Fine. It's not a take you, we'll take that out. But everybody has a different place, a different moment in davening. Or Salahti on a Yom Kippur night, whatever it is, right? They get a, a, a structure, a hergish. I don't know, the third Akafa, he's dancing Yishmak. What happened to the first two and four and five was the third Yishmak? Did he necessarily prepare for Akafa number three to be the exciting one? No, some nights you come to Hanukkah and you're inspired. You're like, oh, I like the Hanukkah. Then you come some nights and you're like, so uh, we're doing lighting candles here? What happened? What changed? What changed? Sometimes it's a gift from Shemayim. Sometimes you don't even know why this came. You start singing along with the whole shul. And all of a sudden you're feeling unbelievable awe and inspiration. Now the upper world and the lower world. I'm singing songs to the very Kalilamim. And we, me, where do I come in over here? I'm a nobody. Uh, really, the Shrafim by Fana Akkadesh are singing, and, and me. And you just, you know, you get involved. 
How do I have the chutzpulis arev to mix in and mishayrei kelu masam chelakim with those that sing to Hashem and those that are rejoicing in front of Hashem? A person feels like feels so small, feels so humble, feels so inspired. and then all of a sudden, kelu nafach b'chor ruachayim, as if there was a life spirit that was born into you, ruachas chaskus, a spirit of strength, halakach darkish simcha. And that's what happens when a person's in a happy mood. Right? All of a sudden, you hear this music walking down the street. In those days, they had chasinas. The chasinkala walked from their house to the shul. And the local cherry vim band was playing some music and walked them all the way to the, to the whatever. And you were standing outside your house. And all of a sudden, you hear... It was very exciting. You walked outside. You walked outside. Oh, there's a chasinkala. It's so exciting. You get in the mood. Right. Every once in a while you have, like, all of a sudden you're driving and all of a sudden, like, I hear music. You're all like, oh, what's that? Let's have a turn around here. It's okay. Can we stop? You're excited. What's so exciting? Music has that thing that it can get you, like, in the mood. Right? It happens. It happens. He says, he gives the example. All of a sudden you hear, you hear musicians marching down the street. The city. People that are barefoot, people that are dark faced, they haven't had what to eat in a while. And they even have dirty clothing, and all of a sudden they're excited, they're running. Where are you running? You're going to a wedding. It's not you go to a wedding. It's exciting, you're joining the, you're joining the procession. They're clapping. It's not embarrassing. You should really go home and change your sneakers. If you're coming to the atrium and the sneakers like that, maybe we can discuss it. But if you're joining a procession on its way down, nobody says anything to you. This is part of the simcha, that everybody's joining along no matter what they look like. Everybody's excited. You got the nimshal? Malachim are singing and dancing and they're walking and they're marching, so to speak, and Kurdish Baruch down the street. You're not just necessarily in your fine, finest garments. You're not necessarily prepared to be in that spirit, in that zone. And all of a sudden you hear singing. you come along, you with all your disgusting little, you know, whatever things that you have going on in your life. Excuse me. Nice. Come join. It's exciting. It's very exciting. And all of a sudden you get like into the mood. Your neshama, your spirit feels like the singing Tashem, Allah Bamarim. Like we say Together. They're singing now songs to the Malach HaKavod Hashem is sitting there listening. He's just so proud. He's so happy. Hashem's in a good mood. Hashem doesn't have moods. He's trying to bring out the muscle. And you're the barefoot child. And you're a little dirty because you were playing in the sandbox till you heard the trumpets. With all your might, you catch up to the procession. And all of a sudden, you're here too. You have all this junk all around you. And you, with all your baggage, emotional, psychological, spiritual baggage that you come along with, 
We sing to Hakadosh Baruch Hu. Shesh toy kaktelov. I want. I want to join. I want to be part of it. Did you prepare for that? No, not necessarily. There are people that prepare for Shoshana and Yom Kippur. They get in the zone. And they get in the spirit. A lot of us. We try, right? But I ha- like, wh- where do we get these awakenings from? Where do we get this awakening that the fourth night of Hanukkah left? You're all inspired. Where do you get this awakening from that, oh, one Shabbos afternoon you decide, you know, I'm, I'm sick and tired of just, I don't know, jumping on a trampoline or playing risk or whatever it is. I'm going to be smashed to one for two hours. Where, where do you get, who gave that to you? I don't know, somehow it came. You're going to Ashi, you learn. Take Tehillim, Chazer and Chomishrashi, whatever it is. Love Dafka, you deserved it. All of a sudden it happened. Simchascha misla kedes. Your simcha starts burning up in you. And your spirit is broken, but it's on fire. But it's on fire. Sometimes you can end up being so much more broken and crying. Sometimes it's even more than Kalmadri. Kalmadri, you come in and you're inspired. And you let it tear down, you have no idea what the Esaronne, he has no idea what he's saying, but he's, he knows he's supposed to cry. And somehow, sometimes in the middle, he's like, I'm not, I cannot think about somebody I want. You start talking about the Avaidin, all of a sudden you're feeling inspiration, excitement. Why? Why? It happens sometimes. These things happen. What do you do when that happens? How do you capture those moments? Come back tomorrow.